Welcome to Good Deeds, Real Estate with a Mission, our weekly podcast to equip home buyers and sellers with the knowledge and wisdom needed to navigate the evolving, often challenging real estate landscape and to share our thoughts on the importance of why we give back from every single transaction we close to the community where we live. Hi, I'm Diane Davidson. I've been in the real estate business for over 40 years. I'm Bill Weidecker, and for me, it's 37 years in the business. And together, we've helped thousands of people just like you to buy and sell real estate. You, the economy, and the community benefit from making knowledgeable real estate decisions. We are here to help, and thanks for trusting us to be your guides. Good Deeds, Real Estate with a Mission is presented by the Fine Homes Group International, serving clients in New Hampshire and the greater Boston area. Now, here's Bill and Diane. All right, welcome everyone to Good Deeds Real Estate with a Mission. I'm Dave Long. Today we have a uh, interesting topic, another of the important parts that fit into the overall buying and selling process, the allied resources that uh, Bill and Diane work with at the Fine Homes Group and are one of them, and that is uh, the title company, Title Services. Uh, Diane, how are you? I'm fine, Dave. How are you? I'm good. And we have been talking about this for a while. You've been particularly interested. So why is this an important topic to talk about? Well, you kind of can't do it without a title company. Um, title companies come into play. So that makes it important. Yeah, it does. really does. Um, they work with the seller. They work with the buyer from before a listing comes on the market um, through escrow when you know, properties are under contract and right to, until the closing and, and after the closing. So we rely on them heavily for their expertise and uh, they help guide our clients through the process right along with us. I'm and thrilled to have them on our title here today. And do most of the people who you work with, do they understand what the title company does um, we in the process or they learn as they go along? So we try to explain it up front, but as you know, there are a lot of moving parts to uh, real estate transactions. So. Um, getting involved with the right title company as early as possible is always um, our advice, and I'm thrilled to have Andy and Amy here from Monarch Title so that they can explain exactly what they do and exactly what they're capable of doing. All right. On that note, that's what they call a transition in the podcast business. Andy Gould is with us. He is uh, with Monarch Title Services. He's an attorney, also uh, one of the partners in the appropriately named Gould & Gould law firm. Do I have to throw in the LLC there when I... Say that? PLLC. All right. All offices of Gould & Gould, PLLC. Okay. You don't have to throw it in. Okay. So we will. I'll let you <laughs> throw it in. It's fine print. <laughs> anyway, Andy, how are you? Good to Very see you. Very good. Man. I'm glad to be here, Bill. Uh, Bill. <laughs> I was Dave. called. I played golf yesterday. A guy called me Steve the whole day. I and, uh, didn't know. Probably not I appreciate yeah. Diane having <laughs> both Amy and I on. Um, just to give some background, um, I've been doing this for about 30 years, real estate title services. We're also a law, law firm, as you indicated. So, um, you know, we handle closings for buyers, sellers, um, agents, lenders throughout the states of New Hampshire and Maine and Massachusetts, just so you know. Um, but, you know, it is important to, uh, in all these years, to indicate that, you know, whoever is on your team, you want to have that rapport. Um, again, like Diane said, like Diane said, um, you can't really do this nowadays without a title company. Um, some people still try to do things by handshake, although in mm -hmm. this COVID era, that's probably not a wise thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, you know, most people, unless you're savvy in real estate transactions and been through it, the title company, off, or title attorney, as I like to say, often come in late in the game. 
it doesn't have to be that way. We want to be your partner in this transaction, and we do partner with the agents. And up front, we try to get as much information to the buyer as possible. Um, there's a lot of things we can talk about, like title insurance and what, what we do. But just as this show is called Good Deeds, we like to say we give good title. <laughs> uh, that's important. That's what we are about, giving good title, clear title to people. I should mention it is uh, we're taping today at uh, Fine Homes Group and uh, at Keller Williams, and uh, it's throwback to the 50s days, and that was a telephone from the 50s that you just heard. Yeah. And uh, anyway, so now we've turned off all our phones, but uh, Amy Fountain is with us. She's involved in business development with Monarch uh, Title Company Services. And Amy, welcome. Thank you. Tell us what you do. I am a point of contact at Monarch Title right from the start. So the real estate agents reach out to me in the beginning, talk to me about the transaction, and I go over everything with them, find out if there's a lender involved so that we can go ahead and get the order from the lender. And I just help them throughout the whole transaction, and I sit with them at the closing table as well to go over all of the closing documents with their buyers and their sellers. Diane, I'll go to you and ask, uh, what do you think is the most important thing your clients should know about what these folks do in the process? Hmm. Um, I think it's important to know that they are there from the beginning. Um, as Andy said, people can get involved later, but the sooner somebody is working with a title company, whether it's a buyer or a seller, the more likely it is that things will go smoothly because there's time time to take care of anything that could arise if something does. And um, I, I think it's uh, it's nice to have, uh, or essential really, to have experts in each facet of what we do. And that's part of what we do is put people together. We're not the experts in title. Um, we're not the experts in legal issues. As a matter of fact, um, Andy and his partner and brother Ken at Gould & Gould PLLC, do I have that right, even though it's yes, not necessary to say that? Okay. Um, they are always, always available to us and to our clients to give really valuable um, real estate advice, and we it does not go unnoticed. We really appreciate that, as do all of our clients. Thank you. So, Andy, I'll ask you, why do you need a title attorney? And what do you do, or title services, and what do you do? Sure. Um, what problems do you prevent? Well, it, from the get-go, we like I said, we usually get these orders. We do cash closings where it's financed by the person themselves um, versus a lender. Or it can be financed by a relative, and we can prepare a note and mortgage to, to make that happen. So all title companies are not created equally, I'd like to say. I'm not casting aspersions out there, but it's good to have an attorney on the team, whether you're using us or not, that can handle those kind of issues um, or any issues that arise. If you have a tenant or situation, you know, you're buying with a tenant in there or you're trying to get a tenant in out as a seller. These are kind of things that legal issues that you need, impacts that you need to consider or have help with. And usually your agent is going to guide you to the right person for that, such as ourselves. So we can handle an array of issues. We have a law firm with four attorneys in Londonderry that can do estate planning. So if a buyer wants to set up a trust or an LLC, um, we have that capability. Um, so like I said, all title companies don't really offer that. So it's good to have that sort of one-stop shop. But again, we're not a shop. We're really helping these people, you know, as best as we can. And at cash closing, we really represent them. I'm like a loan deal where we're kind of representing the bank. But again, we look at it as we're representing the buyer, even if they're going through the lender. So the first thing we do is a title search. And that's a thing that 
often gets overlooked because in this day and age, I'm not again casting aspersions, but there are a lot of short title searches out there. We do we like to pride ourselves on doing the full title search, um, and if something comes up, and what does that mean? Full title search. Well, it's a, it's a, a search of the chain of ownership and all the issues or liens that are out there are dealt with or paid off at a closing, so that we know there's no a buyer doesn't end up, you know, inheriting somebody else's issue, you know, through a, a title problem. So again, we're we do it. And, and as a as a buyer, so yeah. I'm, you're expecting. Uh, I know I would be expecting this thing. You know. Is fine. It's clear. Been taken care of. Yeah. Clear. Been taken care of in the past. It wouldn't even occur to me that I would have a problem. Well, that's again a presumption. And well, right. You want to ask? I'm your, not saying I'm smart. I'm your, saying I would. I would. That's how I yeah, would think. Yeah, most people do, and you want to, and they don't even know what their title's about. So, right. As much as we can share, what the often there are subdivision plans. We try to share that at the closing, so they at least see the meets and bounds of the lot they're buying. That's not often shared at a closing, you know, um, through the title company. So, you know, I just think if an issue comes up, we're going to deal with it and have people go with eyes wide open, I guess is my, my, uh, and uh, we try to resolve the issue. Mm-hmm. But sometimes these issues, you get title insurance, which is another issue, you know, another uh, matter to talk about. talk about that a little later. Yeah, but um, that can cover it. But we're trying to make, it's not necessarily a clean title but we try to make sure the title's as clean as possible, and if there's an issue, everybody knows what's going on. Often you you might close, and these things get sort of brushed under the rug. I hate to say that, but um, it happens because of short title searches or people just closing it for the lender and not Yeah, see, so it goes through them. my mind, like, yeah. okay, this has been sold before. Right. That was taken care of. Why would I have a problem? Believe it or not, we often come up with, I'd say it's, Less and free, less frequent than you would think, but it still happens yeah. from time to time where you you're selling and an issue comes up that's a prior owner's issue. So I'm, we're I'm on top ask, of that. I'm going to ask you an example based yeah, on what sure. you can say without names or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, sure. No, in a little bit, but Amy, you're the first point of contact. When that starts, what do you? What is your mission? And how do you look at what your job is taking people through the whole or getting this thing put together? My job is really to ease everybody's mind, give the best customer service possible. It's a really, uh, there's a lot to it when buying and selling a home. And a lot of people don't understand the process, so I try to walk them through it in the beginning all the way to the end. We have an amazing team at Monarch, so I take the initial information and phone calls but our paralegals are amazing. They're the ones that actually walk through the whole process with the agents, the buyers, the sellers, the lenders, as well as Kathy Casaza in our office. She's our operations manager. Um, so for me, it's really just making sure that everybody um, knows what to expect going through the process. And I'm available um, even hours that my paralegals and operations manager is not. So everybody that builds that relationship with me knows that even it's if, if it's in the evening, if it's on the weekend, um, that I'm available to be there to help them and walk them through everything. And Diane, how do you interact with uh, title companies? Well, I'm so glad I'm glad you're asking that because I wanted to jump right on that bandwagon. Uh, Monarch really becomes our partner. And um, so it's really, it's kind of a, it's a dovetail situation. You know, there are times that it's, this is a, an emotional um, undertaking, buying and selling a home, buying or selling a home. 
and we are also quite available, but not always available, and, and we might not have the answer. So like other um, business partners we've brought on to the podcast before, we really like to have people who have who are like-minded um, as our partners and people who understand that it's really, I, I hate to use the cliche hand-holding, but there is a lot. There's a lot to explain, um, and there are a lot of professionals that get involved. But from, from very early on, the title company, title services, particularly Monarch, really becomes our partner. And I, and I want to segue here and say that um, not every uh, consumer knows that it is absolutely up to them who they use as a title company. And um, the title company needs to have kind of the same bedside manner and the same, I think, values and attention to detail and attention to emotion and feelings and patience as the real estate agent. So um, I I just want the consumer listening out there to understand that whoever their lender may be, um, they, it is up to them to choose their title company. And I think, um, and consulting with their realtor, in this case, if it's the Fine Homes Group, we are, we are big, huge fans of working with Monarch Thank because you. they do a good job on behalf of our clients. Likewise. Thank you, Andy. <laughs> and how often throughout the process when you're working with somebody, um, do, you, do they have questions about title they, or they, anything? It's not just title. It's sort of just the whole process. Right. We keep using the word title, but Monarch really manages sort of the legal side of things. Mm-hmm. And so it would be like saying in states, a state like Massachusetts where Gould & Gould practices because... Massachusetts is what they call an attorney state versus a quote-unquote title state, but the attorneys in Massachusetts do what the title services do in um, some 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 variations, but they do a lot of the same thing. So it's sort of like asking how often do you call your attorney in Massachusetts when you're buying a home, as often as you need to. You know, we it's going to vary. All we care about is as infrequent or frequent as it is that that someone's on the other end to satisfy the need and the question that the client has, and we know that we know that happens. And Andy, as you're going through the, the various things that you do, and something surfaces, what do you do? Do you immediately tell somebody what what happens, or when? Yes, does that I mean that's again like eyes wide open. I don't like to hide anything and we like to tackle that situation if there's a title issue or some other facet, um, legal facet or impact, we want to make sure we're doing that in a proactive way. Uh, there's nothing to hide here. We're, like in terms of title issues, we're a title company. We want to give good title. <laughs> we don't want to like roll it under the rug. So it's right. important to address, get it out there, resolve it. Again, the goal is to close these deals and close them with everybody aware of any issue, hopefully we've resolved the issue, but if it's an issue that can get insured by title insurance, at least making sure people are aware of what that means. Um, you know, Basically, title insurance is a product that we as, are an agent of through our title company, and it protects the title to the property so that if there was ever an issue after they bought it, or you know, even before they bought it for the prior owner, it would resolve and be taken care of and they'd have coverage but again we make sure that it's taken care of through our title insurance and there's about five to ten national title insurance companies we write with most of them all right we're going to take a break here we'll be back we're going to talk about some of the process some of the things that can derail a sale or at least cause problems and and other elements that diane is going to start us off with as soon as we take this break we'll be back in 20 seconds but diane wants to say something before we go well i just want to say clarify something. Um, 
I think it's been our experience with Monarch that um, the the client usually hears about it not when the problem arises, but when the problem has arisen, and you've already started looking into the rest into the into how to resolve it. I just I want to give you the, the that credit because um, you know you're very um, results and um, solution oriented, and I feel I feel in our experience it's been we discovered this and we've already made these seven calls and we're on our way to remedying it for you. Sure. So I just want yeah, to give yeah. you that that little plug. Thank you. Yeah. Well, All right, let's take a break. We'll be back in 20 seconds. Got a word from the Fine Homes Group. As a reminder, our podcast, Good Deeds Real Estate with a Mission, refers to our FHG Gives Back Scholarship Fund. For every transaction closed by a Fine Homes Group team member, we proudly donate $100 to support our youth in pursuit of education. In coming podcasts, we'll be chatting with recipients to hear their story. Okay, we're back for uh, round two, or part two today, uh, talking about title services as it relates to buying and selling a home. We are with, as I mentioned, uh, Andy Gould and Amy Fountain from Monarch Title Services. And Amy, we'll start with you. There are other companies out there uh, that people can choose from or someone else may make recommendations. What differentiates what Monarch Title does with other companies? There are a lot of us out there, and especially where we're based in the Keller Williams office on 168 South River Road. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you drive down this road, you'll see them everywhere. Um, all great companies, but I, with our company here, we've been around for over 10 years. We are attorney-based, which I think is really uh, important, as Andy had explained already. And um, we really take pride in treating everybody uh, the best that we can. We really try to envision ourselves being in the transaction and how we would want to be treated and just try to um, walk everybody through everything. Now, for what I do at Monarch Title, I get a lot of those phone calls um, from buyers just wanting to know what our settlement fees are. And typically, we are... Um, referred to by wonderful realtors like Diane Davidson and Bill Weidecker. And they'll call us and say that we were referred to you just wondering what your settlement fee is. And their lender may be referring them to somebody else. So they're just trying to compare what the settlement fees could be between the two of us. And what I try to do is really just walk those buyers through everything, what the process is, building that relationship, what our settlement fee is, but honestly, we're all very close in price. I wanna say all within about $100. So it's really more than just what the settlement fee is and just learn the process, learn um, exactly what to look for. And that's something that I really take the time for in the beginning to try to walk the buyers through just so that they know um, the difference with us and with other companies when as well. I'll just add, when they're comparing costs, again, all title companies aren't created equally. There can be the sort of shell game of, oh, the settlement fee is X, but when they get to the closing, there's these other fees, I call them junk fees. You know, So they want to compare the real fees. I mean, there's a title search fee that some title attorneys, companies put on. So even though they didn't quote that, you know, you see that at a closing. So. Again, you want to make sure if you're comparing fees, you're getting the full apples to apples. Is what you do the same as what others do, or do you do no, other we, things? No, we have, um, in fact, cash deals we do fairly uh, minimum, you know, because, again, we're 
you know, we treat that a little differently. You uh, mean fee wise? Yeah, fee wise. Fee wise. Yeah, yeah no, I, actually, like I was promote. referring to um, the services that you provide in terms oh, yeah, of how, how more deeply you might look into a title or whatever. Yeah, I, again, I think our added value is that we do real title search, and not all companies do. So you want to make sure if you're a consumer out there, you're asking your title vendor, are they doing, how long is their search? I mean, and most what sh- if they're on the phone uh, with Amy, what should they, how should they ask that question? You, they honestly yeah. don't even know to ask that question at right. that point. Right, um, a lot That's of, why we're doing today's show. Yeah, exactly. A lot of buyers, um, they really don't understand the title process. They don't even understand why they need us and um, why we charge the fees that we do to... Um, close their transaction. But um, Andy does a lot of the title searches and he goes over 30 years. Um, yeah, and back. sometimes there are things in the title like covenants for the neighborhood that fall away from the deed. And what does that mean? What's a covenant for a like, neighborhood? Like uh, restrictions in the neighborhood. <laughs> don't put neighborhood covenants or restrictions against doing certain things, usually like having farm animals, air conditioners <laughs> in the window. Uh, you know, now whether they're you know, enforced or not is a question, but they're still right. le- valid, and they can come off. Like the neighborhoods lab. can do that, sure. They sure they can, really especially in subdivisions. Of, when developers create subdivisions, they want uniformity, so you know it keeps value in the neighborhood aesthetically. They don't want like a pig farm there, you know. Right. So right. they might put in many restrictions, and um, they run the gamut, but. In a deed from the seller, those things can fall away, what the title and the deed are subject to. So if we see covenants, I'm typically sharing that with the agent to share with the buyer. So they're aware of it. There might even be an association, often there isn't, that enforces these things. So these are kind of like important a, a things. Like a condo association or something yeah, similar to that? association. Yeah. So these are important things that kind yeah. of get brushed over that people don't realize they're buying a property and it's subject to this, that, or the other thing. I mean, I so want we, to be able to bring my farm animals so again, to the next place. Eyes wide open. We want to make sure the buyer understands what they're getting even because it might not be on the last deed. I think that's added value. Another added value piece is on seller representation that we do. Again, we're lawyers, so we can do that as well. We can do a deed. We do them discounted, fairly cheap. Uh, deeds can cost anywhere from a buck fifty to three hundred bucks. I see. So we do it less than that. So that's a because of the relationship we like to, to you know. And what exactly and does then the deed do? Well, I mean, that a, sounds a, like a dumb a question. The seller has to convey the property, and the deed is the way they convey it. It's the title to the property that the seller conveys at a closing. So. Yeah. Did you want to say something? I just want to jump in and say that we really appreciate that um, Monarch has come up with a preferred rate for our sellers for of Keller Williams and Fine Homes Group agents. So mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's a hundred dollars for deed preparation for yes. a seller, which is is and amazing, just gets charged value. at the next at closing by the yep. title attorney handling the buy side because yep. now the, that company will usually do it, but they charge more, more hundreds usually. of dollars. Yeah, yeah. And then we're also on the sideline, so if an issue comes up on that deal for the buyer for the seller, I should say, then we can handle that as well because we're doing the deed so we can look into it, make sure it's a real issue. I've had issues come up that aren't real issues. <laughs> can we, Dave, I just want to go back to Amy, you, when you're talking about fees and comparing yes. and, you know, um, you, a lot of us believe you get what you pay for. And, but in, in your case, you're really, Monarch really isn't 
higher or sometimes maybe 100 or maybe lower, right? Right. So I think um, you and I had a discussion offline about you you actually going through an estimate that somebody gets, a buyer or buyer gets from another company to make sure it's apples and apples, to make sure those junk fees. So that's, can you just talk about that service when someone contacts you? Yeah, absolutely. First, there's an app for that. Um, I did create an app. um, So any buyers, sellers, lenders, realtors can download that. Just go to your phone into the um, app store and look up Monarch Title. And that's what I use a lot of times too when I'm talking to people on the weekend if I might not be in the office. You can pull up that app and just type in the information, the purchase price, um, what the loan amount might be, and it'll calculate all the fees. Um, A lot of other settlement companies have as Andy. Which, excuse me one second, which yeah. means you can look at it and see what each piece is going to, will yes. be in charge. Exactly. Okay. That's yes. a good thing. But then they, but then they need to have all of that information from the other title company exactly. that they might be interviewing. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Medical profession would do that. So <laughs> it's, I know. So it's so much more really than just the fees itself. Now, I've been in the industry for over 20 years and I was on the lending side of it before I switched over to title. So I know how the lending side works. Is that the dark side? (laughs) I loved it, but I do love this even better. It's just different. Right. Um, And I have a lot of great relationships with lenders. So um, it's really the buyers, I ask that you call me and that you talk to me. And we can go over the whole process and especially the fees because that's typically what's in their mind. Uh, Buying a home, there's so many costs involved and it can get very overwhelming between having to get homeowner's insurance to lender's insurance to the owner's title insurance, you name it. So it's just really walking through every single every single fee. And if you are shopping around, let me know, what did this other company charge? Because there are some hidden fees. What some companies will do is they'll tell you what their settlement fee is because that's what everybody's taught to ask for. So what's your settlement fee? So you could call a title company and they could just say, well, our settlement fee is $400. That's the same as the closing fee. Right. If you don't know what the settlement And is. they would say, oh, that's great. You're so much cheaper than the six ninety-five dollars that so-and-so charged. Okay, well, what other fees are on there? Because then some companies charge the title, title search. search for the title abstractor. Mm-hmm. And um, just I've had people tell me just other... Um, recording or just discharge tracking tracking is normal but there's just other fees that are on there that just add up their price to higher than what we would we would charge so so you're willing to have somebody so a good consumer should get in writing Mm -hmm. every fee that the other other title company might be charging yes and, and get and send that to you so you can go over it with them. Absolutely. Or even if we just do it over the phone. And I've had a lot of um, consumers do that as well. Well, they'll just have it in front of them and we'll go line by line. And in the lender's disclosures, that should be in there, but not always. But that's a one way to look at it too, the lender disclosures, because they don't like those things to vary either. Mm -hmm. Exactly. (laughs) And a lot of lenders reach out to us as well and they need to know what our fees are because Mm -hmm. lenders are only allowed a certain percentage that they can go over what they've quoted. Um, their clients for fees for Including closing. Including our fees. Yeah, well. that's so. the good faith estimate that yeah. they're putting so, out in the so, beginning. So right. if they have that, we good can look at estimate, that Good faith estimate, yeah. Well. It's See, I would the just, closing disclosure now. If I was on <laughs> yes. the phone with you, I would ask, I want to know 
how much at the end of the day, bottom line, what's it going to cost me? From us. From whoever it was. You know, if I'm out searching, trying to figure out what. I mean, that's what I want to see. And whether there's, that's 14 things that are added up to whatever the final total is, or one thing, uh, an all-in-one. That's what the lender's good faith is supposed to do. Right. Typically does. So, you know, you want to make sure it matches what the title company is saying, because our fees are right in there. Right. Uh, Let me ask you this, Andy. Uh, What are are there, is there... uh, how often do problems come up when you're searching a title and trying to find out what's what's going on? Is it More rare? often than I like, <laughs> right. but uh, it's not rare. It's uh, I'm dealing with a bunch of them now, and uh, you know I'd say one out of twenty maybe there's a, some little issue that we got to resolve. You no, know, the bigger issues are much more rare. But, right. But I have one now where there's a missing. There's no deed to the prior owner. We hey, couldn't when find one, <laughs> and we've had that happen a few Where times. Where does it go? In the, you know, there's a missing it, interest. So yeah. those are big-time issues that we <laughs> can't really close over, but, you know, we try to resolve. We find the person. We get the agents to kind of, or the parties to kind of find that person if we can and get a corrective deed, you know. So. I feel like we see the most is, um, what, do, what would you say, the undischarged mortgages? Yeah, either a yeah. bad discharge or an undischarged mortgage from a prior owner. I have one from a current owner right now, two of them. That, and that means know, what? That uh, that the mortgage that got paid off on record is not correctly discharged either. It was assigned to another bank, oh, okay. and then there's a missing link, or there's no discharge at all. Yeah. And these are like 1980, 1990 mortgages. <laughs> so, I'm to put that in lay people's yeah. terms, if I may. Yeah. Basically, it Please. gets paid off, but you know, there's something called the mail or FedEx, and the documents go back and forth. And sometimes the instrument that needs the document that needs to be recorded saying. Thank you, thank you, sellers. You paid off the mortgage successfully. Doesn't get to the registry of deeds and doesn't get recorded. So that's what's missing. Oh, okay. it so it doesn't mean it wasn't paid. So now people, someone has to track it down. And so title companies do, attorneys do. There are actually services sometimes that yeah. are paid to we, do that. We so use a third-party service. Yeah. That's excellent because yeah. they have all the contacts. Yeah. And that's what they do all day but, long. But there yes. are ones that are dead-end lenders that you know you might have to take a, you know bigger action to kind of fix. But that's very rare. But that is probably the most yeah. common thing. Yeah, and it's it really, is. It's we almost, see it a lot. I want to say almost a clerical error, but it takes a little time to. Yeah. I mean, I think that from our point of view, speaking on behalf of our clients and our agents, um, problems may arise, or sorry, situations may arise, but they almost they can almost always be solved, and that's why that's why the title company is important. That's what they're there to do. Yeah. Really. So when you get to the closing, your job basically, your job is done. Right? Or is that? No. 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 I mean, that's no. Uh, well, we have to do all the disbursements, record, sometimes. Well, I, okay. Yes. I, I mean, in but other words. There's some post-closing matters that are, have okay. to be dealt with, and sometimes they keep going. Oh, okay. But we, you know, we deal with it. Yeah. We call them deals that never die. <laughs> sometimes no, people come back to you after the closing with questions, like misrepresentations about... You know, the water okay. in the basement and things of that nature. So we're there, to, be, be we're there to help with that and maybe guide them or send them to an attorney who can help them. You know, but you know that come up very commonly. <laughs> I like to say yeah. our business is a building relationship business. So when I have clients that want to use us for their services at the closing table, because I'm also a closing agent, so you'll get to see me at the closing table. I go over all the closing documents, answer any questions. I always like to let them know that if you have any questions, do not hesitate to reach out. 
there's still a lot to it, even after you're done signing those documents um, that can come up down the road. Like um, you're still going to receive a tax bill in the mail. And if you are financing your home and you're escrowing, the lender's going to pay that for you. So when you get a two, $3,000 tax bill in the mail, the buyers are panicking. Oh, my gosh, why do I owe this money? Mm-hmm. So I always let them know, feel free to reach out to us as well as your real estate agent. We're sti- still here to help you through the process if you ever have any questions. And we want to be able to help with their next transaction down the road as well if they buy or sell. So I really, th- I take pride in that we as well, where I like to build that relationship. Pay the bill, and I thought my lender had to pay this after the fact. Right. So yeah, you're going to get it, you know, know get that money back. I know I'd never do that. So <laughs> I call Amy. What's going on? <laughs> right. All right, uh, we're just about out of time, so I'm just going to go around the table and say, uh, with regard to this particular topic, on the title, search and and uh, services, um, what's your advice to a person who is going to retain the services? Um, work with your realtor, uh, figure out who the best fit is, and in the case of the Fine Homes Group, we're firm believers and supporters of Monarch because of um, the, the teamwork that they've demonstrated and the care that they take with our clients, um, and, I, and it's not just about the care, it's also the confidence, so um, that's, that's what I want to say, and I really, Thank really, you. really appreciate Amy? our relationship. Um, really just find who you work the best with. Um, with working with the Fine Homes Group for all these years, honestly, they are very attentive. I've seen the way that they um, handle their buyers and their sellers, and it is a relationship. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like dating. Like, <laughs> really, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> it is. It is. And the Oops. home buying process and selling process take can take a few months. So um, having somebody like Bill and Diane or somebody on their team with the Fine Homes Group that really has your best interest in mind is really important. And um, they do have a great... Um, variety of uh, people that they can refer, like Monarch Title, where they know that they're going to treat their clients the best as possible. And Andy, we'll give you the final word. Yeah, I would just reiterate that, you know, it's important through the agent that you're working with great agents like Diane and Bill, um, that, you know, some clients want more information, some want less. So they know that. And we're a team member. And Anyone who wants any information on the legal side, the title side, we try to be as proactive as possible, but it's busy, and some people don't want that much information because they're overloaded. But if, if you're a savvy, savvy buyer and want as much information legally and title-wise as you want, then Diane and Bill will put us in touch to, to handle that, whether it's creating an LLC or you know other added value um, matters that are on the legal end. We can, we can assist with that. So... Yeah, it's the right fit. Okay, we'll leave it here. Uh, these folks will be back with us. We're going to do a, an entire show on uh, title insurance, and which is a whole other topic, yeah. and I need to mm-hmm. research on before we get to it. But anyway, for Diane Davidson and uh, Andy Gould and Amy Fountain, appreciate it. Great to see you again, Andy. Great to meet you, you, Amy. And Diane, nice to see you as always. Always a pleasure, Dave. Thank oh, you very you. much. Thanks. Okay, see you next time. Good Deeds Real Estate with a Mission is presented by the Fine Homes Group International, serving clients in New Hampshire and the greater Boston area.